Hello, welcome to the Be Well and Be You show. You're either listening to this via podcast or on YouTube or somewhere else in the social media world. And just wanted to welcome you if you're brand new to this and let you know that I am all about everything that has to do with our well being, with our health, and ultimately living our most vibrant and fulfilling life. And as I'm looking forward to our next, our upcoming year of 2022, I started reflecting on some of the things that have happened in my life over the past year. And it's something that I do every single year. And I thought this would be a great time for me to introduce a few of the things that I do that really help to support uh, my goal planning and things that I have coming up for the next year. Because really this is all about setting an intention before the year even begins as to what it's really going to look like and who I am going to be in that process. So I've got a lot of things for you today, a little longer than, than normal, but really felt like this was important for, uh, for each one of us really to, to decide how things are going to go for us. There's lots of things in life that are, you know, um, come at us unexpectedly, lots of things that we don't have control over. And yet I personally find that if I already have a vision for what I'm up to, if I've already got things in place, then it really starts to help things out. So I'm a planner. I do love to plan. I love to write things down. I've been writing things down since 1985 when I got my first journal. You may loathe it or you may love it too. Wherever you stand on the spectrum, ask yourself, do I want to be in the same place next year? If I if nothing changes and everything's exactly the same, do I want to be there? So if you do nothing differently in 2022, you're likely going to find yourself in pretty much the same position as you are now. And if you're perfectly content with all areas of your life, right now, then you may not need this information that I'm about to share. Maybe it's somebody else that you could share this with who, you know, could really use some support with their intention for the next year. But I suspect if you're anything like me, a few tweaks are going to be necessary in order for you to make this upcoming year, the best year yet. And if you feel like you want more out of life, if you'd like to be more of who you're meant to be, if you feel like there is more that you can bring to the world, then I'll tell you one thing for sure, planner or not, it is time to get uncomfortable. Uh, really, to make any positive changes in your life, you're going to need to get uncomfortable. And you might be saying, what? I hate being uncomfortable. Well, I get you. I don't like it either. On any given day, I would way rather curl up with a book, sit in the bathtub, watch a good rom-com, than do anything that takes me out of my comfort zone. But let's face it, as long as I stay comfortable, nothing's going to change. My life is going to stay the same. So when you get uncomfortable and you do things that are stretchy and pull you forward, that's where the magic happens. That's where you begin to attract the people and the circumstances, the resources and the experiences that you truly desire. So for any of you who are already starting to sweat at the idea of getting uncomfortable and before you stop listening and run away, let me assure you, you are worth it. You are worth it. 
And that's right. This is totally about being worthy of living your best life. And it starts with deciding you are worth having the future of your dreams. And once you decide that, the getting uncomfortable part really isn't as hard. And everything you do will be for a purpose, for a reason, and it will make it easier to take the steps forward. From there, all you have to do is take one small step at a time, beginning with a little writing and a little planning. Today could be the start of your very best year yet. Why not? With a little reflection and some forward thinking, you could set things in motion that will positively impact the rest of your life. I personally like to take the month of December to reflect on my year. And I especially enjoy having a few hours or a few days to sit with a book, sit with my journal, my calendar, my photos. And I do all of those things, like going back over all those things in order to jog my memory of all the happenings or the successes or the challenges, the things that happened. And really by taking the time to reflect, I have learned to celebrate, to acknowledge and to honor the year before moving on to the next year. And this sets a positive tone for the upcoming year and helps get started on the right foot. I personally like to end this year personally for me, this is what I want to do is I want to end this next coming year with a little more love, a little more compassion, more strength, really in my being, I want to be stronger. I want to have more learning. I want to have more abundance and more fun. Can we all just say amen to more fun? I think we all need a lot more fun. So I want to, I want a little more than all of this from 2021 to 2022. So Reflecting on the year we're about to say goodbye to and getting some clarity on our plans for next year gives really an amazing opportunity to be intentional about our life. And for some of you, writing down anything is going to be a huge stretch out of your comfort zone and writing down something reflective or vision or goal oriented may even be in a bigger stretch. It's all good. Let's just start with one thing at a time. Success reads success. So just start with one reflective question at a time and just trust, trust that the inspiration will come as you make time for this. And uh, if you go to my website, KimberlyChalmers.com, I've included a beautiful and printable 2022 planning calendar that you are free to print off and use for your year. So just feel free to feel free to check it out there. So here's a few of the items that I reflect on each year, and uh, I'm calling this the Live Outrageously Planning Calendar. So again, you can go to my website and print off that calendar so that you've got that um, a great little tool for you to fill in, or just feel free to jot down these things quickly and fill it out yourself. So the first thing is to reflect on the past year with some of these questions. So here's the questions that I like to ask myself. So who are the amazing people in my life? The people that have really been there, just even if you can come up with two people, who are those people? How about five awesome things that you experienced this year? This allows you to really look back at the things that you can celebrate, the things that you can continue to remember and be excited about. Two accomplishments from your year. So sometimes it's difficult because we 
don't necessarily live each day with intention. And so we get to the end of the year and we're like, what actually happened? So when you can actually take a moment and think, okay, what are the two biggest things that I actually accomplished this year and write it down? This is going to anchor that in success breeds success. The more that we celebrate and honor the things that we've been a part of, the things that we've been successful with, the more that we'll have more of that. Okay. Next is two changes that you made personally this year. What are some of the things that you maybe tweaked or altered about yourself or about your life, maybe about relationships, maybe about a job? What are two changes that you made this year? What was the best decision that you made this year? What was the most generous thing you did? Sometimes we do all sorts of generous things and we just, we're not even really paying attention because it's just so much a part of our world. And yet it's great just to take a moment to acknowledge, breathe into that and just even be grateful that you had the capacity to be generous. How about the things that influenced you most this year? Sometimes these are world events. Sometimes these are people. Sometimes um, it's things that have happened in your job or in your family. What are the things that influenced you most this year? How about the biggest relationships, sorry, business relationship changes that you made this year? Maybe there was a specific person you made a relationship adjustment with. How about what you're most proud of? Most proud of. Let's be proud of ourselves. It's so easy to be proud of other people. Oh my gosh, you did such a great job. Or, you know, you look at somebody and you admire them and you just think, wow, so incredible. How often are we doing that for ourselves, right? So what are you most proud of? Who are, are, oh, uh, who are, not who are, what are the things that you are most grateful for? What are the things you're most grateful for from this year? And how about some skills and things that you developed this year? So there's a long list there. Like I said, if you go to my website, you'll be able to print off that list. And I've got, I've got several other things for you to start reflecting on. So number two is really looking at all the different areas of your life and rating them on a scale of one to 10. So where would you put yourself from the scale of one to 10, one being terrible, horrible, no good, and in desperate need for improvement, 10 being wonderful, totally where you want to be, extremely fulfilling, and you're completely masterful in this area, okay? So in these areas, do you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 for family, for relationships, for physical health, financial, for work? for your mental, which is like your learning and whatnot, and your spiritual. And I'll go over these in a little bit more detail. So family. So thinking about things like, have you had quality time with each person? Have you offered forgiveness? Have you really been able to work things out? Is there a depth with your connections? So on a scale of one to 10, where would you put yourself with family? How about relationships? So again, quality time, um, the quality of the relationships, the experiences that you're having with those special relationships, your appreciation even of those people and the, the depth of that relationship. Physical can be all manner of things, your strength, 
your flexibility, your habits, your energy, your health, any movement practices like yoga or working out at the gym, or if you play sports, maybe it's meditating. Maybe uh, you can even add self-care in here or self-care could be its own category all on its own. So financial investments, savings, how's your abundance mindset? You know, do you have a poverty mindset or do you have an abundance mindset? What are your spending habits like? What's your debt ratio? How about your charitable giving? What about your plans for your future, for retirement? So where would you rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 for financial? How about for work, your career, maybe your business, perhaps partnerships that you have with people? How about your development of your skills within that area, your advancement, your promotions, looking at all those different categories? Where would you rate yourself? Mental. So mental, again, is really about, um, are you developing new skills? Are you learning? Are you growing? Are you being mentored or coached? Are you reading in the areas that you're passionate about? So that's the, the mental. And then spiritual. So you may have a faith or a religion or whatnot. You might have certain practices that you follow. Um, volunteering within your community what about spiritual groups that you're a part of perhaps there's studies going deeper in your in your faith or in your spiritual practice learning more so on a scale of one to ten where would you put yourself okay your next area number three then sorry the next question here for yourself number three which area from the previous with the, the different categories of family relationships, physical, financial, work, spiritual, mental, which areas would you like to focus on for next year? So picking just one or two to start with, any more than that is going to be totally overwhelming. Yes, it would be wonderful to, you know, have everything in, you know, perfect harmony and you're a number 10 in every area, but let's get real. It's not going to be that way. And yet, if you scaled yourself, you rated yourself and you realize like, oh gosh, like, yes, career is outstanding and amazing. My work is great, but I'm sucking in the family department or in the relationships department. Right. And so, Maybe this year it's going to be family that I'm going to be focusing on. So it's totally cool to pick one area. It's great to pick two areas. Not so advisable to pick more than that. Okay. So it's likely that what's going to happen is the areas that you know are most important to concentrate on this year are going to impact all the other areas. For example, if you choose to focus on your physical health, you will likely experience improvement in your relationships and your work life as you're going to feel better about yourself. And when you feel better about yourself, it improves your work output and improves how you interact with your, your persons in your world. It's really going to impact all of that. So if physical is something that you know could use and it could use some work and you're concerned it might impact your relationships, really consider how it might positively impact. So it's not important to be perfect in all areas, but when you do this exercise, you're going to see where your priorities have been and where you may want to concentrate your efforts for next year. 
So the next thing for you to do is to craft a vision for your year. And I'm going to pause here for just a second. If you're already thinking, oh my gosh, this is so much. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just go to that download that you can access off my website at KimberlyChalmers.com. Pick the first exercise, do the first exercise, create some success with that, celebrate it. And when you're ready, do the next exercise. Okay. So this isn't about doing it all at once. And somehow in the next evening, you're going to have this all worked out for your greatest plan for next year. This is just one little step at a time. That's how we create success in our, in our life is one little step, step at a time. So this next step of crafting a vision for your year, after you've had the chance to reflect, after you've had the chance to look at what you really want to focus on, you're going to start with what do you want to be more of? Allowing this to be something that is going to call you forward this coming year to be more of who you desire to be. So for example, you might want to be more loving, compassionate, patient, strong, confident, maybe more assertive, more vocal, maybe more heart-centered, maybe more resourceful, perhaps more organized or consistent or happy. And then what you want to do, so you want to just look at, hey, I just would love to be more of this. So I want to be this year. Then look at the vision that you have for the two areas or one area. Okay. So you've picked one area that you're going to focus on in your life. And I want you to just get specific about what you're wanting to bring about within that. So for example, if your vision is to be more loving and your focus for the year is your family, you may want to craft a statement such as, I am a loving and supportive parent always learning and growing in my relationships with my children. It's just a really simple statement where you're going to be able to look back at the end of the year and you're going to be able to say, hey, was I more loving and supportive? Was I learning and growing in my relationships with my children? And you're going to say, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what happened this year, right? So having a vision statement like this, being able to just have something that allows you to focus and really calls you forward is going to be so, so powerful for your life. The next thing is, what do you need to stop in order to get closer to your vision? Even if you're focusing your vision on one area, there may be things that you need to stop in a number of areas that are interfering with your forward movement. So think about relationship dynamics. Think about workplace scenarios, home life, leisure, family stuff, your self-talk, behavior patterns, or anything else that you can change for the positive. So for example, maybe it's stop having an overflowing email inbox, that would be me. Perhaps it's stop watching fear-based content on social media. If that causes you stress and anxiety, stop it, right? Because that's going to interfere with so many areas of your life. Perhaps it's stop waking up late each day or putting off a specific project or trying to do it all on your own or stop endless scrolling on social media, or stop yelling at your partner and your children, or stop always needing to be right. Perhaps it's stop negative self-talk that you're not enough. Or how about stop unhealthy eating habits? 
or stop hanging out with those who bring you down. So there could be any number of things. I just encourage you to just take a pen, take a piece of paper and just have a flow of the things that you might even want to put stop on one side and go on the other, start on the other side, but just allow yourself to recognize and recall the things that are really causing negative impact on your life. So then the next thing, of course, is what do you want to start in order to get closer to your vision? You might want to call this go or start, whatever works for you. So you might want to consider new routines or new habits. You might want to consider your self-talk, your home life, your health goals, your relationships, family dynamics, your leisure, and anything else that you want to add to your life in order to enhance it. So for example, unsubscribing to anything that's not essential for your best life. How many of you have an incredible inbox that's overflowing and it just continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger because you're just unable to keep up with all of the things that you subscribe to? So start by unsubscribing. How about start by watching affirmative um, positive content? So instead of the negative and all the garbage that's out there, how about start watching affirmative things? How about start a project that's really in your heart to do? Or start thinking positive self-talk? How about start being more grateful? Or start talking to your family from a place of love versus ego? Or start listening to your family more? Start healthy eating habits. Start waking before the family in order to start your day well. I have been doing this over the past six weeks because I realized starting with my family meant I felt like I was always behind. Whereas starting my day an hour before everybody else gets up has really set the tone for a much better day. I'm able to be much more intentional about my entire day. Loving it. How about start hanging out with those who lift you up versus those who bring you down? So the stop and start can be really, really powerful when you allow yourself to just download all the things that have been in there, in your body, in your mind, and just allow you to get real clarity. The next thing you want to do is who can you put around you this year that will support you in getting closer to your vision? So this could be anyone. So anything from personal trainers, mentors, coaches, friends family, it would be colleagues. Think of that person or the people who are already your biggest cheerleaders. And perhaps you want to invite them to hold you accountable to your vision and the steps that you're taking to move forward in your life. Perhaps this is your partner or perhaps it's your best friend. Now, if you don't have anyone in your life in the moment who can be this kind of support for you, then write down who you envision this person to be. Describe their qualities and set the intention that you will meet someone this year who will be exactly who you desire, exactly what you desire. And then decide, then describe that, decide that you're going to be your biggest fan. So however you describe that special person to be, you be it. Be who you want to attract and they will come. 
The next thing to do is to decide how you will feel at the end of next year when you've achieved your vision and your goals for the future. Be specific about all the feelings that will be there for you, all the excitement, the pride, the joy, the hope, the gratitude, the peace, or whatever else it is that you decide that you're going to expect to feel when you have put the energy and the intention into this year to bring about real growth and real change in your life. And whenever you feel discouraged this year, because let's face it, life's a roller coaster. It just is. <laughs> Remember your vision. And take some time to sit with the feelings that will be there for you as you continue to step one foot at a time towards your best year. All of this may seem completely out of the norm for you, totally uncomfortable. In fact, you may feel awkward about writing down your reflections or visions, and that's okay. You know, it may seem like this is a total waste of time. And Honestly, if you prefer your life to stay the same and are really content with where you're at, then perhaps you don't need to take the time here. But if you're like many people who desire to live their best years from now on, taking some time to reflect and to plan will set things in place for you to expand and grow like never before. You are worth it. You are worth having your most magnificent life. So here's to getting uncomfortable, setting a vision, and taking small steps forward to creating your best year yet. I'm here to applaud you along the way. Do connect with me uh, via the various social media channels, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'd just love to connect with you and hear how things are going for you. If you have a system that works really well for you, do let us know. We're all about all of us growing and expanding and being our most vibrant selves. So as always, be well and be you.